Joining us today, Franklin Graham, CEO of Samaritan's Purse, with an extraordinary message. Don't miss it. Welcome to another Real American Heroes special edition in our coronavirus mini-series. I'm Oliver North, and our guest today is Franklin Graham, the son of the Reverend Billy Graham and his wife Ruth. Franklin Graham is president and CEO of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and Samaritan's Purse, a global humanitarian organization. He's also a best-selling author. He and his wife Jane have four children and 11 grandchildren. We're seven ahead of them, but trying to stay there. Franklin, I've been all over the world. I've seen Samaritan's Purse providing help to some of the most desperate people in some of the most difficult and dangerous places on our planet. Tell us what motivated you to take on the mission of Samaritan's Purse way back in the 1970s. Well, I think uh, when I was um, in college, I went to work for a little mission hospital in northern Jordan, just about uh, 10 miles from the Syrian border. And this was a TB hospital. And I began to see uh, what uh, medicine done in Jesus' name could do and the impact it could have on people's lives. And so from that day till now, we've been trying to help people around the world. A lot of our work is uh, in the area of medicine, but it's not always medicine. It may be food, it may be shelter, it may be whatever. But I believe, you know, Colonel, when people are down in the ditch along life's road and you stop and help them, uh, they're going to listen to what you have to say. And I want people to know that God loves them, that he cares for them, and that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, from heaven to this earth to take our sins. And so at Samaritan's Purse, we, we help people in need, but we always, uh, Colonel, we do it in Jesus' name. And you're doing a great thing with it, too. Samaritan's Purse is operating hospitals for treating COVID patients globally. Tell us about the field hospitals in New York City. We're fascinated by this. We, we first of all, had to back up to, uh, a week earlier. We had sent a hospital to Cremona in uh, northern Italy. And as a result of, of putting that hospital there, uh, we got on FEMA's radar and they asked if uh, we would be willing to deploy another one. And we happened to have another hospital and we said we would. And so they put it on their bulletin board that there was a, uh, another hospital available. And so it was Mount Sinai in New York that contacted us and said, would you be willing to bring uh, your hospital here to Mount Sinai? And uh, we, we said, yes. And so we had it up there within about uh, 48 hours and uh, put it there in and they wanted it right there in front of the hospital. So the only available real estate was Central Park. And so uh, we got permission, or they got permission, uh, to set the hospital up right there in uh, Central Park. And uh, no sooner had we opened the doors that we started getting criticism from the New York's uh, uh, congressional leaders and also some, uh, some people on the mayor's staff who were questioning why an evangelical organization was given permission uh, to come to New York. Uh, but it's a 68-bed hospital, and we've been treating New Yorkers every day since, and I uh, had an opportunity to help save the lives of many people. And of course, we are Christians, and we have standards. Uh, we hire Christians, and we want uh, to hire uh, men and women that believe in not only Jesus Christ, but who believe in God's, His laws, uh, His standards, and of course, uh, we believe in marriage between a man and a woman. And that, uh, this, that, that was uh, disappointing to some people that we had a standard that we believed in marriage. But we, we do, Colonel, and we, do, we don't back away from that. We don't uh, retreat from that. That's who we are. That's what we believe. And uh, we've had a very good relationship with Mount Sinai. 
And uh, I know that um, they may disagree with some of the things that uh, we stand for, but at the same time, we, we are there to save life. And that's the, the lives of New Yorkers who have this COVID-19. And we've got quite a bit of experience helping people um, that have had infectious diseases, well, Ebola. We have fought uh, Ebola in Africa and uh, been successful. And so we bring what, we, what we've done with Ebola, uh, we bring the same kind of protocols uh, to fighting uh, uh, the coronavirus. And uh, so far, all of our staff in New York have been, have been safe. Uh, no one has gotten sick so far. And, uh, but we treat coronavirus like, uh, like it is Ebola. And we, we treat it as though it's a very deadly disease. And in fact, uh, uh, it can make you very sick uh, or slightly sick. Uh, and it has taken the lives of a number of people, but the vast majority of the people who get corona uh, survive, and we're thankful to God for that. Franklin, we recently had on this broadcast our good friend, our mutual friend, Michael W. Smith. How did the two of you manage to do that inspirational Easter Sunday broadcast from Central Park, given the political nature of the leadership up there in that city and that state? It was fantastic, by the way. Well, you know, Colonel, it's um, it was an idea by a lady on our staff, and uh, I thought, gee, I don't know if we can get this done or not. But I called Michael W. Smith. Michael, would you be willing to go with me if if we can set this up for for Easter? And I said, we've got to have time on one of the networks, and um, if I can work that out, would you go with me? He said, I'm in. He didn't even say, well, let me talk to my wife, Debbie. He just said, I'm in. And so. Uh, Rupert Murdoch, uh, I made a, a, a contact with him, and would he provide the time? And he, and he uh, provided the time on Fox News. I'm very grateful that Rupert did that and gave us an opportunity on Easter morning uh, to bring hope to millions of people across this country and in other countries that uh, Jesus Christ is risen. He's not dead, he's alive, and he can come into our hearts and to our lives. And if we're willing to repent and turn from our sins and believe on the name of Jesus Christ, God will forgive our sins and uh, he'll heal our hearts so we can have that hope of eternal life. And so um, we went up there and, and filmed it and, um, and uh, left the same day and were able to get it accomplished. And with God helped us. Well, it, it was very powerful. For those of us who got to see that, it was absolutely magnificent. He has risen indeed. And Samaritan's Purse has long had a military retreat center in Alaska. We've sent some folks from Freedom Alliance, young soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines up there and they've benefited from it greatly because the mission is the same, explaining what you do in the name of Jesus Christ. But you're now doing some other stuff in Alaska to help in the middle of this pandemic. We, we do, we've, uh, it started, we have a large uh, operation in Alaska as a result of uh, this marriage retreat we do for military veterans that have been wounded. Uh, my son was, uh, uh, who's now a Colonel in the reserves, but he had eight combat deployments. Uh, he was wounded on his uh, third deployment. And so we began to understand some of the problems that the military families experience. And we, we just decided that we wanted to open up this uh, lodge in Alaska and, and bring these military couples and let them uh, have a, an experience uh, there in Alaska, like I've enjoyed all these years. Take them fishing, take them bear viewing, but at the same time, uh, they have to agree to take three hours of marriage counseling a day. And, um, and we've seen lives turned around. And as a result of this, uh, having a large presence in Alaska, the governor of Alaska asked if we'd be willing to, uh, to have a field hospital ready to come to Alaska. They're concerned this summer with the fishing season as uh, fishermen come from all over the world. Uh, and it's the commercial uh, uh, season as these canneries are opened. 
and people come from Asia and Eastern Europe and so forth to work in these canneries that the uh, coronavirus could just erupt up there. So we've got a hospital ready to go, standing by if they need it. We can be uh, set up in about 48 hours. So that's, uh, that's ready to go and I uh, hope we don't need it. Franklin, tell our listeners and viewers how they can support the work of Samaritan's Purse. Well, thank you, Colonel. Uh, this is SamaritansPurse.org, uh, our website, it gives you the information. There also, you know, Colonel, we have a, a phone number, a prayer line that's open uh, 24 seven, because during this time of coronavirus, a lot of people are experiencing anxiety. Uh, they're afraid, they don't know what to do, where to go, and we've got a prayer line. And uh, if a person would like to call and just talk to someone, have someone pray for them, it's one eight 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 or one triple eight three eight eight two six eight three two six eight three. But uh, that number is good twenty four seven. We have somebody there to answer the phone and, and pray with people, and and it's been a, it's a great tool. We have thousands of people that call that every day. Last question: Fifty years from now, when our great grandkids, yours and mine, are studying about this extraordinary time in history. What do you want them to know about what you did? Well, I, I would hope that uh, in the middle of this pandemic, uh, they would see that, uh, that not just myself, but the whole team, uh, we responded in Jesus' name. And uh, we did, we think exactly what the Lord Jesus would do if he were here. Uh, he would use the Colonel, his power as the son of God uh, to bring healing to people's bodies. And I would just hope that uh, history would look at that and say, we were faithful uh, to minister to people in Jesus' name. And you've done so, brother. Thank you. Thank you. My thanks for being with us today and providing facts that our fellow Americans can use in these challenging times and the inspiration you've offered. Until next time, we're going to continue documenting this history of this never-before crisis with our special coronavirus miniseries. If this Real American Heroes broadcast has been informative, helpful, or encouraging to you, take the time now to subscribe and let me know how these unprecedented events have affected you and yours. By doing so, you can become part of this historical record of how America persevered and once again prospered and turned to their Lord and Savior. Until next time, remember, Semper Fidelis is more than a slogan for U.S. Marines. Always faithful is a way of life. Now, America, press on, press on, and pray.